0: It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Five wins in a row for the surging Broncos who uh, beat down the Browns. Beat them down. 29-12. A physical beatdown by the Broncos on both th- both sides of the ball. And it's pretty clear now that Sean Payton's game plan on offense involves uh, a lot of run a little less rust yeah you know it was it was one of the areas on tape that you saw some other teams have success with and so you know we we got these heavy run section nickel run section draws cracks rpos and and not necessarily always rpos they may, may have been you know. Runs that you're reading the end, weak breeds, zone reads. And that was something that we, we thought would be effective and we were able to, you know, have some big plays you know coming out of it. Man, when he starts talking like that. Yeah. That's like RPOs. Cracks. cracks. That's like porn for you, isn't it? Oh man, we got nickel <laughs> that's, runs. That's all porn. I right talked there. To, I talked about it on my broadcast yesterday. Just Yeah, my by the way, my condolences. Yes, that's all right. But I Pan- talked about Panthers Titans, everybody. There was a barber, 1710 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Johnny Oof. Mm. two really, really up and comers. Um, but just the importance of nickel run, the importance of running th- the, run of the ball on second down and seven plus, because you get favorable looks, you know, you're going to get a light box, you're going to get, you know, smaller players, guys, you get a linebacker, you get a, uh, excuse me, a, a guard up on a 190 pound or 200 pound safety. Big fat guy. Anytime you can hit a fat guy on a little guy, that's a win. We always, we had a rule when I played: if a fight breaks out, hit the little guy. Don't go for the big fat guys. Go for the little guys. Next, you can beat those dudes up. Next on the uh, morning brew: one in five to now six and five. Legitimately talking about playoffs. How would this team keep it together? Well, you know what Russ says believe I've never doubted you know I've never doubted in our football team where we could go I think the biggest thing is is just understanding that we've lost some close games lost some tough games early but I think that helps you prepare to understand that, hey, it's a long journey. We've got a lot more ahead of us, a lot more football, a lot more great teams ahead of us. So we, we just got to stay focused on us. But I think the the biggest thing that Broncos country is feeling, us as players, organizationally, inside that building, and most importantly inside the locker room, is a relentless belief in each other and a, and a relentless belief in our coaches and who we are and what you know where we're going and, and what it takes to win. I think that we're, we're starting to learn what it takes to win. I, I know. You, you hear him talking about believing and never... Believing and believing I've yeah, Never stop believing, but... There is some truth to it. I was watching sure. the, the Fox pregame show and they did the interview with, with Sean Payton. And he was he was asked, when you're sitting there at one and five and you're admitting to yourself, man, what have I got myself into? What changed? And he said, the only thing you can do when you're in that kind of a situation is just get up the next day and go to work. And so there is something to the right. idea of. When it, when it when you're one in five and you got the whole season still out in front of you just keep the the focus small keep it narrow and go to work I would like to um I would like to make a suggestion and this is up you know we can put this to the ramoslaw.com text line as well you guys can chime in here but here's my suggestion journey don't stop believing every time Russ talks Underneath him What do you think uh, Yeah That that would work Right That would work Yeah Little journey Yeah I mean everybody loves journey Right Sure Sure Did ever tell you when I met him Steve Perry Steve Perry Bet you yeah. he's a little guy tiny little guy Wee little fella Wee And I asked to take a picture with him And he initially said no He's like Ah oh, you know I haven't uh, you know, We yeah. were at this breakfast place It was early It kind of right? like The Schwarzenegger thing right? Yeah And then he goes Oh come on Let's take a picture so we took a picture. I don't know where it is. I didn't really... It wasn't that big a deal. I'm sure it was a bigger deal for him than it was you. Oh, you know who else I met this weekend? Oh, Trace Atkins. Oh, country star. Six foot five or yeah. whatever he is. Yeah. Big, deep voice. Yeah. So I'm on the field pregame. He's going to sing the national anthem, but I'm on the field and he's standing over there. So I still walk over. I'm going to introduce myself. I walk over and he goes... Hey Slurs, how are you? <laughs> big, uh, big football fan, you know. Did he, he you big... immediately like lower try to lower your own voice like instinctively? <laughs> no, I was like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> and then also Lee Greenwood. Like, you th- mean, Yeah, Lee Greenwood was there Le- too. Lee God Green- bless the USA. Yeah, yeah, Lee Greenwood. So I had I had when I played back in, in my day back with the Redskins, I had dinner with Lee Greenwood. And I was like, Ali. Hey, man, do you remember? Yes, of course I remember. So, yeah, I got to see. I got to talk with Trace Atkins and Lee Greenwood. There I was big hobnobbing with the uh, Nashville celebrity types. Hanging out with the Nashville elite. Yes. Mark Slareth, everybody.
1: Next yeah, that's on- the most
0: exciting part of my game. <laughs> Next on the morning brew, the Nuggets. Glad to be back home. They improved to 8-0 at home with a w. 132-120 a uh, beatdown of the uh, San Antonio Spurs in a game that was uh, not as close as the final score would indicate. But wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't the Spurs still have pop? Yes, and he restrained himself. Did not chastise the Denver crowd last okay. night like okay, he did good. last week to his San Antonio fans who were booing Kawhi Leonard. Yes, let's not do that. Let's not. The overall arrogance. Right. Right. His arrogance level is just. Really, dude. Like, dude, you know. He used to play for you. He's going to get booed. You were great. You were a great coach when you had Tim Duncan and Kawhi Leonard. Then you had nobody and you sucked. And now you got Victor Wembenyama again. Mm -hmm. And now you're back to being Mr. Arrogant. Everyone's got to call him Pop. Mm. Uh, Nikola Jokic, 39 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. Oh, assists, what uh, is wrong with Nikola? Come on, Jokic. Do a little step-hat, by, by the way, how come we can't beat Houston? What What is it it? Is Houston our kryptonite? Or is it just going to Houston? Doug Moe. The great Doug Moe. hmm Once said, never bet on us when we're in L.A. or Houston. Mm. For obvious reasons. Well, they're in L.A. tonight. Uh-oh. So we'll see how they but do. It's a clip show, right? It's a clip show. So the Nuggets uh fresh off that uh one and four road trip right back out on the road now uh for one game, then back home for Houston and then back out on the road for four. So a, a kind of a funky schedule. I don't know who the geniuses were put that one together. Hey, let's put him on the road for five, mm-hmm. have him come home for one game, have him go right back out on the road on a back-to-back for a road game, and then have him come back and play one home game and then go back out on the road for four. So, anyway, uh, it is what it is. Right. Everybody has to uh, deal with it. Next on the Morning Brew, Deion Sanders' first season. In the books, it was a wild ride. It was a little shaky in, in certain areas, but... Uh... But we're certainly headed in the right direction. We're certainly trending forward. We got our butts kicked twice this year out of 12 games. I mean, kicked twice. that There was no win in those two games. Every other game other than that, we had a shot. And I think that's uh, progress. It was in last year, right? That's progress, right? Yeah. So was this a successful first season for Deion Sanders? Hugely successful. Hugely. Are you as bullish on... Where this thing is going now, as you were, let's say, at the beginning of the season, certainly when they jumped out to the 3-0 start, do you still feel as, you know, we've had a few guys decommit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's our. you expect all right. some guys to jump into the portal and leave? Sure. I mean, you're going to get that. That's college football right now, and I understand that. Now, I think the big thing is some of that 3-0 start is fool's gold, and you have a little bit better sense of where you are and what you are, and more importantly, what you aren't and what needs to be fixed. So, you know, I mean, you got to fix you got to fix your lines of scrimmage. That's that's the big thing, and I and I will I will tell you this, Mike. Like if when I help kids, you know, that are going to the next level, help kids out of high school, which I've done quite a bit you've got to be able right you've got to be able to play the game but you've got to be able to be in a system in a system in a situation where you're going to develop the skills required to play at the next level and so from a coaching standpoint i think from a coaching standpoint it's incredibly important to have somebody on your staff that can develop kids to get to the next level. If you want to get a good recruiting class, you got to have a dude that understands what it is to play at the next level because that's really – you go to college at a big school like CU? Hell, I went to college at Idaho, and that's what I was thinking. How, how am I going to get to the next level? So that's important. i will do it for the morning brew. Bring that you each and every morning at 630.